Hello, how's it going folks? It's Cam's here and it's good to be back. It's been, I don't know how long since I published and I'm working on that, I really, really am. I, well, as you know, possibly I sold my post office at the end of October last year and I have started a new business and I'm pretty much working flat out doing something that I enjoy, which is social media management and content creation. So my own stuff has kind of slipped by the wayside a little bit, which is pretty much this channel. And I am well aware that I've got a lot of stuff sitting there waiting to be edited and published. Stuff that you, my dear listeners, really should hear. So I've made Sundays my acoustic guitar I.O. day. Those are the days I'm going to get up, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to crack on with getting some content edited and published. Back in October, I went to the Ullapool Guitar Festival for my very first time, and I had the most amazing time ever. I mean, I do not understand what took me so long to get there, but I got there, so thank God for that. I met with a lot of people I know, and a lot of people I didn't know. One of the people I did know was Tristan Sume. I'd met him once at the RMMGA gathering, and back when it was in Buxton in Derbyshire. And Tristan was the guest artist for, I can't remember which day it was, one of the nights, Friday night or Saturday night, and he played a blinding set. It was really good to hear him play then, and it was really good to hear him play now. That was 2004. Five, maybe 2006, I can't remember exactly what the date was, but there's a, a good number of years have passed since I last heard Tristan's playing, and so when I bumped into him, I was like, hey Tristan, as if <laughs> he'd remember me, and he didn't, but he is such a lovely guy, he was very gracious, he agreed to meet with me on the Sunday afternoon in the, what's the name of it, the McPhail Centre in Ullapool. And we sat down and hit record and and had a nice wee conversation. So here we are, chatting in the McPhail Centre at the Ullapool Guitar Festival number 20. I do, um, I do play in Scotland from time to time. Obviously, the, this guitar festival, Elpool. Um, but I, uh, like I did a, a short tour last year um, around this time, actually, which nicely led into this festival. Um, so I play with a, a folk singer called Daria Kulesh. So we do duo gigs. So we did, we've done um, some bits and bobs. Um, you know, we played in Strathpeffer. On, and we did a gig on Sky and bloody yeah. um, blah, a few other things like yeah. that. And we're doing something. We're doing something again next year again around this time as well. We've got a gig in Braemar. Um Yeah, mainly Highlands, really. Yeah, good. To be honest, yeah, not so much Central Belt. Well, I live on Arran. I live Arran off the west coast. Right. 
and it's a nice lively little music scene there. Yeah. I play a bit in a local restaurant. Mm -hmm. Played in a bluegrass band for a while. Yeah. And a a, a wedding band. Okay. Scottish dance music. Mm. And now I'm solo, so I'm. All right, cool. Trying to figure out pedals and loopers and yeah, all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Which I saw you—you you were using some nice kit on the stage. Yeah, but I, I'm a I'm a pedal enthusiast. Yeah, I love I just love pedals. I love kit. Yeah, it's bits and bobs. You know, that's a really geeky and, and everything. But I'm always uh, always trying to fine tune and refine the the setup and you know pedals. Uh, someone's ringing me. Oh, do you want to get it? <laughs> no, it's all right. Yeah. Depends who it is. Oh, it's John Smith. Better take this. Okay. That's the legend that's John Smith. We've been plotting a hack-up stack poly later on, so... Oh, wow. It was slightly weather-dependent, and it looks like we might have a, a gap. Yeah. So I went up there... Mid nineties, I think Did it you? must have been. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it'll kick my hangover into touch. Oh, it will for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so seen out of train spotting. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they get off the train and walk <laughs> fifty yards and then sit there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had a bit of a late one last night. It was good fun, but it was great, yeah. great. But yeah, so we were talking pedals, weren't we? We um, were. Yeah. So some people are dyed in the wool aficionados of the puritanical kind of no tech, no nothing. But I, I, I do like I do like pedals and messing around with delays yeah. and yeah. reverbs and um i just bought this i bought a new one actually called the plus pedal um and um what's the name of the company that makes it audio game changer audio so the plus pedal is a it's like a piano sustain pedal and it actually looks like one they, they engineer it out of brass or something oh, wow. it's a very pretty look, looking thing and you just you can play a chord and catch the chord and sustain it and then noodle over the top if you want or you can do a individual note and layer up and layer yes. up um, build up chords like note by note and there's there's a little um, attachment called it um, called the wet pedal which is a great name for pedal I think which is literally just a single foot switch that goes in uh, into the expression out on the plus and it's cut cuts the dry signal so it still registers you going through but so you cut the dry signal and then you play a note and hit the plus pedal and the note will grow yeah like nothing and then you can build it up so it's like you can make instant spa music you know <laughs> uh, you played it yesterday and i was wondering how you did it right yeah you were it's playing i was right in the front row so i could okay. hear the, the guitar acoustically sure yeah that's the thing you, you so when you were playing a note there was nothing yeah and then it started to swell well, yeah yeah it's a it's a nice effect and it's pretty unique as a product i don't think i mean it's a kind of pricey pedal but mm. it's the technology is you know warrants that i think and it's a really nicely made thing but um yeah it's just a, it's just it's just a it's a gimmick really but you know well no it's a creative you've got to bring something to alapool guitar you've got yeah. to bring something different haven't you because <laughs> Paul guitar festival you don't you, you've got to turn up with your a game here yeah you can't uh you can't wing it well what i find is it feels like to me this is my first time I've been is it? to this, okay. right? Yeah. But I have I used to go to Kaufman Camp over in Tennessee and this has a similar kind of vibe where it, it's like the tutors come together, the musicians come together. Yeah. Having not seen each other for a while, so it's mm-hmm. like a reunion. Yeah. And you're talking about your A game. I mean everyone just is so relaxed and it looks like you're having so much fun on stage and that comes across to the audience as well. It's I'm glad it super, comes across. Super chilled. 
genuinely it's terrifying. Is it? it might, if it doesn't, if that, if I, if that's disguised, then I'm, I'm Real? doing, I'm doing all right then, because I, uh, I, you know, but this, it's a, the, the audience here is, is wonderful, but they, they know what they're, they, you know, they know, they know. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't kid anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very discerning crowd, and it, as it should be, you know, the yeah. people are enthusiastic about the instrument and. And the musicians, and, and it's great. So you just you, you don't want to let anyone down, least of all yourself. But yeah. also the crowd, you know, they want a good a good afternoon's music or whatever, or evening's music. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of variety here, and so many different players with different styles. And yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I always feel like you you just want to turn up with your A game, and because um, it's important, you know, we, we're all great friends, of course, but you still. Um, we're united by this thing and our own interpretation of this thing, this guitar thing, and, and um, but there's a lot of mutual respect, and I just always feel like, you know, I've got this massive imposter syndrome thing, <laughs> like, how am I getting away with this, you know, when I'm... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, it's a silly thing, but in a way, that's better that way than the other way, isn't I it? I think so. Having a massively overinflated sense of self. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, you know... Yeah, like Clive Carroll is a really dear friend of mine and John Smith is a great friend of mine and these guys are just geniuses you know yeah. <laughs> so I feel privileged to know you know to yeah. have friends like that I always like to surround myself with people that keep me on my toes in a good way in a positive way mm-hmm. trying to make me the best Tristan I can be yeah. and that goes for all walks of life beyond the guitar you know Roger Bucknell who makes my guitars makes file guitars is similar you know the guy's a polymath Right, you know, he's just like, he's just the most fascinating man. Almost the fact that he makes beautiful guitars is like the least interesting thing about him, you know. <laughs> okay, and yeah, he happens to be the uh, you know guitar making genius as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just you know I, I love to be able to I'd be around people that just fascinate me and, and make me feel like have a positive influence on me yeah. as a person, you know. Um, it's important. <laughs> well, that's the vibe here. I mean, from, yeah. from a, an audience yeah. perspective, like me, the the players are all very approachable down yeah. to earth and yeah. just people. You know, well, yeah, it, and we're here to meet one another, not necessarily to, you know, bow down at your feet. Although, well, God, no, that'd be weird anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, Richard Lindsay runs it, obviously, um, and he, uh, Rich and Colleen, um, lest I. Uh, speak out of turn obviously they put on this amazing thing and they, they you know they smash through the fourth wall basically there's no everyone gets just just mingles and yeah. eats together and drinks together and you know supports each other and there's the late night festival club where you know brave souls will get up and do a turn in amongst you know the the pros and there's some hot players you know just in the crowd oh, but, yeah. you know people who think well yeah this guy should have a gig you know yeah. um and um Yes, yeah, it's, it's great. It's humbling as well. It's humbling, and I love to do the workshops. And um, you know, like today, I just just come out of a workshop, and um, I say I've been leading the workshop, but it was a very interactive and um, cooperative couple of hours. And um, I work in a particular guitar tuning a lot, and uh, you know, it was forming the basic launch pad of, of the class really but then a couple of the guys were already quite conversant in this tuning and were able to contribute 
their ideas and stuff that they'd found oh, out themselves yeah. and share it. And it was a really kind of sharing experience. It sounds cheesy to say, but it, it, make, it makes my job a, a joy, you know. Yeah. You go, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, let me, you know, I, I can use that. Or like this guy just showed, you know, identified something about these chord shapes that we were looking that I hadn't even noticed in all right. these years. I'm like, oh, that's, how did I not spot that, you know? Yeah. And it was really nice from that perspective to be able to yeah. just... Um, just share ideas and right. you know all this kind of see where it goes that's a, a c based tuning that you use yeah I use um, CGD GCD uh, CGD GCD so the bottom three are like a cello basically uh, so you get nice fifths and, yeah. and you can voice triads with a wide open voicing like a root fifth and then a, a sixth above it or a major or minor sixth so to give you well voicing the third above in the octave above and it really opens the chord actually you get these nice wide it's like piano-like voicing. So that's um, like a second inversion. Uh, not a second. Uh, it's not an. In, it's an open voicing rather than specifically an inversion. Right. But, well, whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. We could. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the Orkney tuning, is it? Steve, Do you know what Steve Boffman uses? Yeah, I don't. I think he's he christened it Orkney tuning for his own. Uh, I don't know what I don't know why or how that no, came to be. Why, I think yeah. it might maybe learnt it in Orkney or something. But, maybe. Um, but I call I call it seesaw tuning because oh. the top five strings are sawmill tuning from a banjo, and okay. there's a C in the bottom, so like seesaw. Well, that's clever. <laughs> well, it's just much <laughs> easier to see than could you could <laughs> exactly yeah. Well, the thing is, Dadgad's very popular because it's got vowels in it. Yeah. So <laughs> what tunings are? <laughs> it doesn't yeah, work. Exactly. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm working in that a lot, and I'm putting together a. A, um, a slowly writing a book, you know, right. basically using that as the, the thread mm-hmm. and um, arrangements of tr- traditional tunes and and uh, that kind of stuff. And um, because it's still quite, it's still quite under undiscovered in a way. Right. Dadgad's obviously very popular for for good reason, um, but this seesaw or Orkney, yeah. <laughs> whoever you ask, yeah. um, is seems to be quite curiously overlooked in a way which makes my life easy when i'm teaching workshops because pretty much everyone's like oh oh i like that that's, that's new yeah. you know whatever standard they might be whether they're just starting out or, or quite advanced it might be something that people haven't tried before and yeah you know whatever yeah. um but yeah i, I play in cgd gad quite a lot cgd gad okay yeah, which i got from l mcmean Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Al. He's a no, player from New Jersey. Right. Uh, uh, he was a partner in a law firm and he gave it all up to play guitar. Okay. Beautiful, very lyrical, very melodic. Yeah. Very, oh, nice. His phrasing is, is lovely. Check um, it out. I had some lessons with him. Oh, okay. And worked in some Great. pieces. And yeah. Seagad, as he calls it, or some people have called it Elgad because he's Cause Elvis. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. But Dave Evans, I think, used it as well. Okay. Going way back to... There was a compilation called Ramble to Cashel and the Blarney Pilgrim. It was two sort of compilations of Celtic fingerstyle. Okay. And Dave Evans is on there. Right. Playing in that tuning. Have a go. See what you think. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. Um, I was looking for new things, definitely. Yeah. Right. So your filed guitar, that's your exclusive, your number one? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's my, it's my new squeeze. Yeah. Basically, well, I've but been you playing... you have had it a few months? No, less than. I've had it three weeks, I think. Okay. It's a really new thing. And it's a lovely guitar. Um, um, and, uh, 
Yeah, it's just it's just a lovely guitar. Mm. I've got a new guitar. <laughs> Guess who made it? <laughs> the wonderful Roger Buckwell. Maybe my new guitar's two weeks old, so we're bonding. Uh, we're in the honeymoon period. And uh, one thing that everyone, it's a captain's people was eye about it, is this tiny little, tiny little scoop here. It's not a cutaway, it's a scoop, apparently. And we were just speculating on how he achieved this effect, and I think what I've actually deduced is that what he did was he hung it up when it was finished and he got a big samurai sword. <laughs> One hit. But it was specifically put together with the, using the, the tuning as a, the rationale, really, to, but you don't need a, I don't need an excuse for a new guitar, but, <laughs> but I was wanting to build, have something built around that, because if I'm sp- almost exclusively using a tuning, why, why compromise, you know? Yeah. So, Roger, Bucknell and myself just discussed, you know, a spec that might work. So, well, it's, it's got a, like a multi-scale fingerboard, kind mm-hmm. of fret, uh, but only very subtly. So, because he uses two basic scale lengths in his guitars, the short, this is the nerdy bit, 629mm for the short scale guitars and 648mm for the long scale guitars. So we basically went, well, let's go both of those scale lengths on the same guitar. Yeah. Or, 629 to 648 on the bass side yeah. so it means you can have a slightly thicker heavier string to s- a, a, a more a, a good tension yeah. to support the C yeah. um, so it works it's great and it's a subtle fan so you don't really you don't feel any different but intonation feels m- more precise more accurate and um, not to say that unfan fretted file guitars don't they'd still, they all do but it just feels just really right yeah, it feels appropriate yeah. for the tuning. Um, yeah, so I'm just getting to grips with it, but it's, we're in the honeymoon period, me and yeah. this guitar, man. It's, it's all good. <laughs> well, it's lovely to hear on stage. Cool. I haven't heard it acoustically, but yeah. it sounded fantastic. It sounded right in the house, then that's, yeah. that's cool. One of the things about this festival is the, the theatre sound is just incredible. Yeah, it's great. It's a great it's Dougie that's doing the sound. Um, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, man, is great. He seems to know what he's doing, and uh, it was funny because I'm not I'm not techie with uh, sound engineering, you know, in that re- regard, and mm. you know, in the sound check, we were just there was something quite because the guitar is so new. I've only gigged it twice, so I'm still kind of getting used to it in a in a live setting. You know, acoustically it's fine, but you just you know you're never quite comfortable unless you've heard the, the output that's going to be consumed by the public yeah. <laughs> which is the sound in the theatre you know um, and we were just messing around and there was a, a like a toppy frequency we couldn't I couldn't really I could tell it was there but I didn't know what to do about it you know I've got my got my EQ on my preamp but that's not doing it and he just sort of said he identified that the issue was the the the, the reverb tail the problematic uh, um Frequencies were on the reverb tail, so we could just literally use, you know, adjust that. So I'd have never thought to, I'd have never thought of that, you know. So we then ended up having a, had a great sound rather than just a good sound. You know? I would never have thought of that either. No, it's interesting. So I don't have that. I don't think like a sound engineer. No, I've had to do it a lot. Have but, you? Yeah. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not where I excel. Right. <laughs> Played in a wedding band, as I said, and we were mixing sound from stage. It was a five-piece band. I was playing rhythm guitar and running the desk, and it was a nightmare. You're yeah, right. Yeah. With monitors and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Tristan, thank you for hey, sitting you're welcome, yeah. It's been lovely to talk to you.
You're welcome. Hope I get to hear you play again at some point. Do you think uh, I mean, I'm around all afternoon. I'll be noodling yeah. away. What else is there to do? Well, you could go up a hill. Could go up a hill, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I think I might need to, you know, pack in a sandwich first. But, <laughs> yeah, but we got this, seem to have a break in the weather, which was Aye. fortuitous because it was pretty grim earlier. It was. Um, but I do, like, I do like climbing the hills. So. Come and see us on Aaron sometime. All right, yeah. The Isle of Aaron is beautiful. Great venues for music. Love to, yeah. Amazing hills. Cool, Isle of Aaron. I'll do that. Yeah, I've never excellent. been to the Isle of Aaron. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right. Nice one. All right. Thank you, Tristan. Lovely to talk to you. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> A big thank you to Tristan for sitting down with me at Allapool and having a wee chat. It's really nice to talk to you, Tristan, and I hope I get to hear you're playing again very soon. If you want to check out what Tristan's up to, you can check out his website at tristansume.com. That's Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N, Sume, S-E-U-M-E, dot com. Uh, you'll catch his tour schedule and all that good stuff on his website. If you want to follow me and keep up with what I'm doing, I've got all sorts of channels. Check your podcast app, subscribe to this and stay up to date with my interview shows. As I said at the beginning, I've got a lot of stuff coming, including interviews from the RMMG Gathering with Tom Sands and Daisy Tempest. And Dan Byrne, my good friend Dan, who we had a good chat about when he took delivery of his kitchen sink guitar from Tom Sands. I have interviews from the Halifax Guitar Gathering. I've got Chris Stern, who's a, a guitar collector. I sat down with Richard Knott, a, a British sort of uh, finger-picking musician, singer-songwriter, and a friend of mine. He and I go back quite a long ways, back to the, the Derbyshire days. And I also talked with Rosie Haydenrich from Turnstone Guitars. So that's a good one, folks. That was the first time I had met Rosie, and it was lovely to meet her. So after Halifax was Ullapool. So there are still a few recordings I have from that particular guitar festival that I would love to share with you. So stay up to date, subscribe to this podcast, and you'll catch everything that comes out. I also have a YouTube channel where my videos go. And I'm on social media, all the usual places. It would be nice to talk to you. So one just little last tiny small plug, if you would be so kind. If you enjoyed this content, it would help me enormously if you would go ahead and give it a rating on iTunes. It really does help to get the the algorithms to, to reward me by putting my content in front of people who would probably like it. And the other thing you can do is if you could afford a small amount of of dollars, whether that be $1 a month, as low as, or you could go up to 5 or whatever you feel that this content is worth, you can go to my Patreon page and put in a monthly donation there. It would help me to keep the lights on and to keep me travelling to these events and bringing you this content. You'll find that at patreon.com slash Acoustic Guitar I.O. Thanks for listening, folks, and I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.